Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Craig Richardville, CIO at Carolina's Healthcare System. In this segment, Richardville talks about what he believes is the key to staff engagement. His exciting vision of the future, which includes a panoramic relationship between providers and patients, and the question leaders should always ask before rolling out an initiative. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at improvada.com. I would assume that, that a key part of that is having a strong team in place. And um, we, we hear a lot about uh, the need to to do what it takes to, to hold on to good people and, and grow leaders. And it's something that, that uh, that's a challenge for a lot of people in this industry. And I just, just wanted to get some of your thoughts about what your organization is doing to, to hold on to good people and to grow leaders. Well, I'd say a couple of things. One is we are we continue to be not only a teaching organization by you know, by leading the way in many of our efforts and allowing other people, but we're also continuing to be a learning organization. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a um, that is one of the uh, clear indicators of a strong leader is one that is has the ability to listen and to learn and to apply that in their environment. So as we, within um, my area of responsibility, for example, uh, continue to evolve and, and start leading some of this leading this change. You know, many of the things that we started learning from years ago, um, likely before many others, was to learn from other industries. So some of the analogies I give you is what's happening in the financial services and what's happening in retail. Um, those are things that we started working on years ago because we saw the progression. When we started looking at analytics, you know, things that we focused on years ago, we started building our enterprise data warehouse uh, nearly a decade ago of capturing information and bringing it in from multiple sources because we could see that happening in other industries and as we became uh, more of a digital industry, like they're all digital industries, um, as healthcare is now um, more and more becoming a digital industry that delivers healthcare, no different than a digital industry that delivers financial services or retail opportunities, you know, we, we found ourselves um, ahead of the game because by learning from other industries, and that's why we were able to develop some of the things that we have. And with that comes also of uh, retention of good leaders, as you said, not only the recruitment, but also the retention is you know, people like a good challenge. You know, good, strong people that you want on your team, uh, none of them are, are, you know, are easy riders or coasters. They really want to continue to be challenged, you know, uh, intellectually each and every day and also be able to understand and see the impact of the changes that they're making and things that we're doing. So, you know, no matter what the different service line is, whether it's a, a corporate service line like environmental service or dietary transportation or one of the other ones similar to here where we have health information management, uh, information services, some of our engineering areas, human resources. You know, we're all, we're all challenged, but we can all, those challenges, you know, we, we take those as opportunities and um, are able to get the support from our board and from our senior leaders to be able to allow people to excel. And by doing that with those challenges, it, you know, the retention part helps tremendously because, you know, people like to get up every day and be stimulated, at least the yeah. people that, you know, we're, we're looking to be part of our team to be stimulated by the, the challenges and the opportunities that are created. So no two days are really alike, um, but when you look at the true north of our system, that rarely changes. So 
what we aspire to do and aspire to be, to be transforming and to be chosen for value, all the things that we do, we can see how they contribute to that true north. And it's really nice to watch, our, watch us, the system progress, watch people be extremely satisfied, you know, for um, as far as I can recall, we've always been a top quartile, in some cases a top decile um, nationwide uh, with teammate engagement. So our annual teammate engagement um, surveys places us in the top quartile, and like I said, some cases in the top uh, uh, decile. And then for IS, we've been in the top 1% uh, for several years. Um, probably the lowest we've been is in uh, the top 5% nationwide. And for that, I take great pride because that means my yeah. people are engaged and our teammates are engaged across the whole system with all of what we're doing, which means they really understand what our vision is. They really understand what our, you know, our true north statement is. They understand their role as being part of a larger team and how they contribute you know, to that. So when people see value with what they're doing, they can feel pretty good about doing the work. And so we're very fortunate to have, um, you know, leaders who really engage the, the teammates to be part of the solutions. Right, and um, I'm sure it, do, it does help and when, you, when they see that uh, the organization is being recognized, that, that that's something that, that's motive, that can be motivated. Yeah, they take well. great pride in that, and, they're all, yeah. and they all play a part. Yeah. So even, you know, recently, you know, um, I was chosen CIO of the Year by Chime and Hymns this year. Yeah. Well, that is all pieces of 60,000 people working together. Um, I am just a figurehead of all the great work that they're doing and the impacts that they're having. So the fact that they all work together, we get recognized, you know, for that um, uh, award, and, and that is, you know, something we take great pride in, for example, and was, there's many other awards that we continue to achieve each and every year, and those are just recognitions for, you know, the good work and how we compare and contrast ourselves with others and that, you know, many of those recognitions then uh, put us in that leading transformation world because you have to be in that, you know, that top decile space in order to achieve uh, some of the work. You either be a, a very strong leading the industry, be a very fast follower in some of the initiatives, um, and those will allow us then to be able to, you know, move the industry forward. And it's exciting times. One of my sons is actually in medical school, and he is. I, I tell him he's just coming in at the oh, at a, just a great time of healthcare because it's going to be so different in five to ten years from now than what it was five to ten years ago. And you know, I can see it, I can feel it, I can look forward and see you know the things that are happening and how we move into consumerism and the retail and and really having a more of a, a panoramic or 100% relationship with that person versus always being, you know, coined the one that takes care of people that need care. So the health side of healthcare, if you take healthcare and divide it into two words, you know, the care is what most people affiliate themselves with providers, um, not necessarily the health side. And what we're seeing now is we're seeing a big shift. You always are going to have to have the care side, but you're also seeing a big shift in investments on the health side and the resources and part of the strategy. So, you know, moving forward, the goal of health and wellness and trying to get people, you know, to be part of, to be interactive and part of the system. And, and part of that is, is, you know, what we would call potentially like the rhythm of life or your daily habits. So there's things that you do each and every day. You may, you know, look at your financial accounts. You may look at Facebook. You may look at, you know, Instagram. You may look at, you know, your, your messaging, your emails. 
And we want health to be part of that. We want you to be able to have health be part of it. So whether it's your healthy, you know, in terms of your diet or in terms of your exercise or in terms of um, managing and monitoring, you know, based upon the devices and the apps that we talked about, those are all just important aspects of people's lives that many of us take for granted. Historically, we always kind of came into the picture when we needed something. You know, something, you know, you, you were ill or you had certain symptoms that you wanted to have treated. Well, the goal now is to not only get to identify those ourselves, to be proactive in that care, but also the prevention. So that prevention and proactive pieces are pieces that um, we've been doing for several years, and I think that is one of the things that is truly forming the transformation of healthcare is focusing on the before care activity as well as then once you do leave our setting, the aftercare activity to ensure that that doesn't resurface again. That's really exciting because you're yeah. impacting family and friends and neighbors and loved ones. So it's, um, it has kind of a more of an internal uh, mission, you know, to people as opposed to, you know, whether your investments went up or down or something like, you know, something that's a little bit more external. This is truly intrinsic to uh, the human nature, we believe, and the people that have those kinds of internal emotions and skills and, and caregivers are, are really part of our industry. And so the, the whole teammate piece you referred to a while ago is just critical getting those right people on board who has those that intrinsic value proposition and able to then, you know, go one step further um, and faster than, than others uh, really helps change this industry. Yeah, it's really fascinating uh, to watch how, where things are going. And now for you as a parent, too, to see, see your son getting into this industry, I can imagine that that's really exciting and um, great to see, I'm sure. Yeah, um, it is. It's fun. You know, he comes, he comes back and sometimes asks me things that uh, sometimes we take for granted, and they're just great points and great questions and allows us yeah. to be able to. But, you know, there's thousands of people like that getting into the industry that have a whole different mentality of, uh, of what they want to see and how they want to impact it, you know, all the way from policy that's being set, you know, to actual the hands-on care, to the virtual care in between, the skill optimization, how do we best optimize the use of people with different skills, whether advanced care practitioners or nurses or nurses' aides. Um, everybody has a role in that whole delivery piece. And, you know, from care management, care coordination, virtual care, they're all just so important to us. And the thing that I the thing that I probably like the most is the focus and the shift that we're seeing and we're leading from being what I would say would be provider focused. So everything was for the benefit of the provider, not for the benefit, but for the convenience of the provider. Like I said, you know, we're destination centers. People had to come for us for care. The hours of our operation were convenient for us. We're moving all that, and we've shifted all that for years now. We're starting to see the impact of it, that we focus on the patient. For us, it's always been patient first always. But as an industry, some people would, would you know, lean more toward what was best for the provider. And now we're seeing, now we're focusing on what's best for the patient. And the reality is, with all the different tools that we have, the different skills that are available, the, the way that we can manage our resources, literally globally, so that, you know, we can get the coverage that we want, you know, at, at certain times of the evening or the weekend or holidays where in other parts of the country or the other parts of the world it may not be that way. This whole aspect of, of leveraging the resources that we have available to us is fantastic and te technology, you know, kind of brings, brings all that together. So that whole patient first always, you know, if, if you're looking at making decisions and criteria and developing initiatives, 
if you always come down to ask yourself the question, you know, what's best for the patient, many of those answers are clear. So yeah. clear. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah. sometimes we try to make things complex and we factor this and then factor that in. But to come down and just ask, you know, what is in the best interest of our patients or of the patient, um, you can pick the right answer. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's funny. I was, last thing I was going to ask you was about uh, what, what's made you uh, stay at the same organization as long as you have. But I think you've pretty much answered that with, uh, <laughs> with everything yeah, that's going I, on. I tell you, for me, it's about the people that were here. And the people here are just you know, great visionaries, but they're also great executors of a plan. Yeah. So simply put, you know, you kind of plan the work and work the plan, and, uh, and we've done a, a phenomenal job here. We've gotten the resources and the approval and the vision from our board. Um, the C-suite, you know, is, is totally engaged with putting all the work, you know, into the teammates' hands, a lot of decision-making in the teammates' hands that improves our teammate engagement, and then the focus is always on the patient. And, you know, those, those three things really help us and when um, you look at retention, it really um, is a nice way to keep people together because you're impacting, you know, people that you see every day in the streets, whether you know them or not, and it's kind of nice to have that feeling. All right, great. Pretty well put. Um, all right, well, I really appreciate your time, uh, especially on Monday morning. I'm sure you have a million things to do, so thank you so much. This has been great, and I know that um, our readers are going to find a lot of value in uh, what you guys are doing. Fantastic. Well, if anything comes up of questions or anything like that, sure, feel free to throw it my way. Okay, great. I will. Thank you and so much. And I've enjoyed future, speaking I enjoy to talking you. to you. Thank you. You too. Okay. See you later, Kate. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.